This episode is brought to you by the wonders of modern science, because without it, we would all be screwed. Oof, this was a uh, an exciting couple of days. Not exciting in a good way. No, not like a party. It's probably the exact opposite. Or maybe like closer to like a pity party. Yeah, if I had to compare it to anything, it'd be more of a pity party. Let's see, it all started Tuesday when I happened to get a little bit of a C word. It was a pretty big C word, to be honest. Uh, I woke up and I didn't know what was going on and I looked down and I couldn't see and I knew this feeling before. Gotten two C words before this. And as soon as it happened, I knew. So I rushed over to the trainer, the uh, medical trainer for our football team and she told me, she looked at me dead in the eyes and told me, son, you got a C word. So I had to go break the news to my parents. Mom, dad, I have a C word. I looked at me, cried a little bit, tears rolling down their face. They said, son, how did this happen? I told them I got hit really hard, just like that. So hold on to your heads very tightly because you never know what's going to happen to them. Especially when there's a chance that you could end up with a C word just like me. And of course, the C word that we are talking about is concussion. That's right, folks. Concussion. A terrible, terrible concussion. But no, what happened was uh, we were doing tackling drills, and I went and I made a tackle, and and... I got up, then my vision just went white. It was it was weird, like, I've gotten concussions before, but it never really felt like that, but I, right away I knew something wasn't right, so I sat out the rest of practice. Um, I went to the medical trainer, and uh, yeah, she pretty much confirmed it, so that's just the start of the long route ahead, but anyway. So, the next day I wake up, I'm not feeling great, my head's hurting. Um, nauseous. Uh, I got this weird full body anxiety kind of thing going on. So I don't end up going to school. I stay home, watch some Anthony Bourdain, but I slept most of the day. Couldn't really get out of bed. Like, it was, it was like a full day migraine kind of in a way. It wasn't as bad as a migraine because I could still function, but it was definitely a pretty severe headache. My mom got home. And suddenly I just started getting the chills. Like I was, I was freezing, but it was hot in the in the house. And I had on like three blankets, but I was still just freezing. I was shivering, and um, so she went and picked up my sister from practice. She got home, she took my temperature, and it was like 103.7. Which, if you know anything about concussions, a concussion and a fever don't really go together well. So. I ended up taking the ER and took some ibuprofen, some Tylenol, and they started checking me out. And they were confused by the symptoms because they said, you know, a concussion and a fever don't really go together. Hmm. That was something we, of course, kind of knew. They ended up going through their procedures, and I was feeling terrible the whole time. My face was white. I could barely walk. I could barely stand. I had the chills, I was sweating buckets in a gray shirt. You could tell, I I looked like I just jumped in a swimming pool. But anyway, 
They ran a series of tests. I got a chest x-ray done. They swabbed my mouth. Also, uh, blood tests. So I got an IV, two IVs put in. Um, they ended up putting fluid in them as well. And a urine sample. So, after all that was done, uh, they they were testing mono, strep throat, a UTI, and some other stuff I'm sure I really don't even remember. But anyway, after all that was done, they came to the conclusion that it couldn't really have been anything normal. So the doctor came in, and he basically told us, you know, it's really not likely that it's anything that we had tested for and we don't know where the source of the fever came from. We understand the headaches because they knew about the concussion the day before. So they went ahead and did a, a lumbar tap. Now, if you don't know what a lumbar tap is, it's when they take fluid from around your spine to test it for uh, meningitis. Because uh, I was showing some severe symptoms of meningitis with the, well, the headaches, of course, and uh, just the fever out of nowhere because uh, meningitis when it when it hits you it hits you like a ton of bricks you don't see it coming it just happens one day so they were pretty for sure that that's what it was uh, meningitis from what they told me it's an infection in the brain and so with the fact that I had the concussion if I were to have the meningitis it would have been like insane luck that they brought me in because if it weren't for the concussion my mom wouldn't have taken me in. Like a fever of 103.7 is high, don't get me wrong, but uh, she would have controlled it and tried to bring it down. And especially since I had an appointment the next day for my concussion, she wasn't really worried, but the fact that uh, both those things were happening at the same time with the headaches and all that, she took me in. So the way he explained it, it was, it, it was an easy procedure. The needle was tiny. They gave me some anxiety medicine. I don't even know what it was. As soon as it hit me, I knew. I just, it felt like a weird floating sensation. And plus, I was probably on a fever high because I still had an extremely high fever. So they put in some of that that anxiety medicine into my, uh, into my IV. I look over at my uh, mom and my dad, and they're wearing the, the surgery hats or whatever you call them. And I... They looked hilarious to me. I don't know why. And I just kept giggling at them as the doctor was behind me getting the stuff in. And they just kept telling me not to look over, not to look over. So finally, the doctor turns me on my side. I feel the lidocaine needle going into my back. And I think, okay, I can handle this. It's not a big deal. We're good. So uh, after the lidocaine, I feel a prick in my back. And I feel it going up. But then there's this, like, seizing feeling that's in my lower back, a little lower than where I feel I'm poking. And it just, it, all I could do was tighten on my back because it hurt so bad. But it wasn't unbearable at this point, you know. I could, I could handle it. It, hurt. it surely hurt, but it wasn't awful. And I even told my mom, I, this isn't too terrible. And I was hopped up on the anxiety medicine, by the way, and I just kept thinking about different movies. I think I mentioned Venom at one point. And, uh... The new Tarantino movie, the Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. But anyway, so he does it once. Uh, I think, oh, okay, this is a cakewalk. This isn't too bad. Because I thought it was going to be a lot worse. Because I've seen Spinal Taps before on a couple of movies. And they looked extremely painful. He does it a second time. 
he goes, okay, this is the lidocaine, buddy. And I feel the second needle. It feels like a bee sting in my back. And I'm like, okay, you know, that that's not very comfortable. I wouldn't want to do this again, but I guess it's not awful. And I know I have to do this. I don't really have a choice in the matter. So he, he does it again. He sticks the needle in again. I feel it. I flinch a little bit. And he pulls it out. And I think, okay, we're probably done. So I ask him, I go, are we done? No answer. And he goes, I need to get a bigger needle. I got the wrong size. Jesus Christ, I'm thinking, God, the wrong size. How do you get the wrong size needle? So anyway, the, the nurse comes back, loads me up more of some anxiety medicine, which I'm thankful for. Then uh, the doctor comes back with the needle. I think, okay, if it's just the same, I can work through this. It's not going to be a big deal. But then he puts the lidocaine again, and by this time, my, a lot of my back is numb, and I think, okay, I'm so numbed up at this point, I, there's no way I'm going to be able to feel it. Nope, he sticks that needle in again, and this time, I feel it go deeper. It was, a, it was that seizing pain times ten. I can't even explain the feeling, but it's it, in the bottom of my back, almost in my butt. I could feel just clenching tighter and tighter. It's like my muscles were grinding together. And at this point, I was freaking out. I was grabbing the sheets, trying to hold on. Like, I'm not even going to lie. I was whimpering like a baby. It hurt so bad. And uh, he pulls it out. And I think, okay, we're probably done. Like, he probably got it. And he goes, okay, one more time, buddy. Last time's a charm. And that last time, I couldn't take it. I had boogers running down my nose. I was freaking out. I was trying to hold my legs still just so I didn't move and make the pain even worse. Because what he was doing is he was sticking that needle in between my bones and my uh, my muscles in my back. And so it was just hitting everything. And I just felt it all. I even felt a little pain in my butt, which is a little weird. And I was freaking out. Like, I was trying not to scream in that hospital room. But it was the most severe, just terrible pain I've ever felt in my life. And it probably lasted about 20 seconds before he finally pulled it out he called it a day but he wasn't able to get the fluid so we weren't able to confirm whether or not I had meningitis but I am home right now so that's probably not the case so anyway they say it's doubtful that I probably have meningitis after all that happens but they decide that they want to keep me in the hospital a little longer they go ahead and admit me to the actual hospital so at this point, it's probably about 12.30. I don't know, I'm a little shaky on time because I was all hopped up on uh, whatever it is that they gave me. But I remember just uh, getting up and having to go to the bathroom, and this nurse looks at me, and I've it's been so long since I even remember being talked to like this. But she goes, are you okay, buddy? And whimpering, go, yeah, you hurt. And she goes, I'm sure it did, buddy. And I just think back to like, man, like, I felt so helpless at that moment because it's close to what, I mean, torture. You can't do anything about it, and it's not like I was going to go and attack the guy. He was trying to help me, but at the same time, it was it was just a terrible feeling that I couldn't really, I couldn't do without. So because he wasn't able to get that fluid out, there was a possibility that if I was still showing symptoms by uh, by the next day, I would have to do that test again, but this time with some sort of x-ray machine where they would be able to pinpoint exactly where my fluid was. I was 
barely there when they were explaining it to me, but I was just asking, please don't do it again. Please don't do it again. I, just, I was begging at that point. But I, it was a moment where I felt so helpless, and it was something that I'd never really felt before. So I fall asleep for a little bit as we wait for the ambulance to transport me to the actual hospital. And um, I wake up again and just shivers. I'm just shivering, trying to hide my hide my symptoms because I don't want to have to get tested again for that. So we're sitting there waiting. Two hours goes by. Th three hours goes by. And four hours goes by and I wake up and there's this big, big dude, like husky dude. He's in an EMT uniform and he... He looks at me and he goes, can you stand? I go, yeah. So he goes, okay, can you uh, get on the cart for us? And so I get on the cart. They strap me in. They go to load me up in the, the ambulance. And this dude, I kid you not, just by himself with the uh, gurney, just picks it up and just puts it in the, the ambulance. He's a big dude, probably like 400 pounds. So they load me up in there. They're playing like Weezer while I'm in the ambulance. And he's just asking the other dude. He's got glasses. He's kind of nerdy. Just asking me questions. Typing on his Windows tablet. So I ride to the hospital. I get there and I end up in the kids section. While I'm there, they keep asking me questions. I get asked the same questions over and over. And by this time, it's almost five o'clock in the morning, because it took forever to the for the EMTs to get there. Oh, and I forgot to mention this, but. When I got to the emergency room, I weighed in at 175. And then when I got to the actual hospital, I weighed in at 165. So I dropped about 10 pounds in water weight of just sweat, I guarantee. But I'm finally able to rest a little bit. I have two IVs, one in each arm. One's a little bit bigger than the other for some brand, some test they had to run. I don't even know what it was. But I eat a little bit before I go to bed. They give me one of the big water cups that they give in hospitals, which is nice. I, I'm using it right now, actually. I get a little bit of sleep, but I still have a fever, of course. And I begin to have a fever dream that I'm playing, like, um, beanbag toss in the room. Because I hear people outside playing beanbag toss in my dream. I don't know, it was weird, but I was, like, half a, half asleep, half awake for it. Which I, I have dreams like that quite a bit, actually. I'll have dreams where I'll go to sleep, but I'll wake up, and it will be like one continuous thought. Like, it could be all through the night or just a couple hours of just thinking. It's, it's where I've progressed in my thought, but I've woken up. I was in a dream state while I was thinking. It's, it's a weird phenomenon. I've had it quite a bit, though. Like, when I read or when I write before I go to bed, I'll fill it. But yeah, so I have to sleep like a mummy because my arms are stiff from the IVs in my arms because I don't want to move them because they just bother. So, there I am. I'm with a concussion, with God knows what, and a fever of like 102 at this point. So I wake up. Um, I'm actually feeling a lot better at this point. I still got a headache. I still have a fever. My spine hurts from where they were poking me like crazy and couldn't even get the fluid. But eventually I start to feel better and uh, they end up letting me go out of the hospital. 
but uh, yeah, that's where I was at. That's why I couldn't get this podcast out on time, because that was going on. Just to give an update, I'm feeling a lot better. My throat's actually starting to hurt, which is great news, because then it's not anything serious. It's probably just like tonsillitis or something. Um, my head headache's still there, but that's normal with a concussion. Uh, that's nothing to really worry about a ton, other than the fact it is a concussion. So, yeah, that's about it. Alright, well, uh, thank you guys for listening. I appreciate you guys waiting for me to get this podcast out. I was eager to get it out even while I was in the hospital. I was thinking I was going to have to do an episode from the hospital, which, thankfully, I, haven't, I did not. So, um, thank you guys for listening.